Right now you're listening to the Championship Absolute Football Banter Podcast where we discuss upcoming fixtures, weekly match results, the table, all the clubs and everything else. guys welcome back to another podcast um on the channel today i'm joined by two brentford fans um and shortly should be joined by a middlesbrough fan as well i'm tally your host i'm a Derby fan i'm joined by andy scales a brentford fan and dan mcgee another brentford fan how are we boys yeah all good thanks thanks not too good. bad thank you not too bad good um so this is going to be mainly a preview for the big one, the playoff final on Saturday. Um, but let's take a look again at Bournemouth versus Brentford um, in the playoff semi-finals. You know, the first leg was a 1-0 win to Bournemouth. Um, and I think that was always going to be the case. But the second one, Brentford managed to pull it back and near won a 1-3-1. Um, Andy, you know, sort of review, review them games for us and just talk us through... Um, how, you know, what, what it was like, just go for it and review it for us, you know. Well, the first leg at Bournemouth, you know, I'm glad it was only 1-0 because many a time we've always come back from 1-0. I had a feeling, as long as it wasn't 2-0, I was still happy with losing 1-0 to Bournemouth away because I had a good feeling we could turn it around. Fans being back, well, 4,000 for the home leg was definitely going to push the team on. So, I wasn't really down in the dumps when we lost the first leg 1-0 because I thought, right, we're at home now. We've got it all to play for. I'm sure we could turn it around. And the guys done great when they did play them in the second leg. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think do you think Brentford liked the chase? Do you think, you know, it probably suits you better to go 1-0 down and having something to go at um, in the second leg? Because you did the same last year in the semi-finals. Exactly, yeah, and exactly the same score as well, like 3-1 in the end. So, um, sorry, it was 3-2 when it won. Um, no, I don't fear them when they're losing 1-0. I don't like them to go 1-0 down, but, you know, they don't give up hope. They don't panic. They carry on playing their football like they know they can play. On their day, Brentford, if they're on form, they can turn anyone over in the championship. You know, they just can't, they got to be up for it. They just really got don't freeze, you know. Just be calm. They work their way into a game, build and build as the game goes on, and they they end up doing the business most of the time. Yeah, and I don't know what it is about Brentford, but you know, whatever Thomas Frank's discussions are at halftime and whenever he needs to, he 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 does it right because you know I think during lockdown you've seen him when he's come on with with the board, and I know a lot of fans hate it, but whatever their tactics are that Thomas Frank does. It, it works, and as long as it does work, that's that's all that matters, you know. 
I'll most certainly, um, yeah. Dan, we'll come to you next. Dan McGee, um, do you want to just review, you know, the, the semi-finals for us? Well, I was one of the unlucky ones not to get a ticket there. But, you know, I, I went to um, a pub in Brentford called The Griffin. And I have to say, great atmosphere there as well. I was so glad I was in Brentford watching the game. To be honest, um, I was so confident because, I, like we were all saying the week before, gave our score predictions. Mine was 3-1. Um, it, it just almost gave me a flashback of what happened with Swansea last season when we played them in the playoffs. Um, I was so confident going into the game against Bournemouth. Maybe my confidence was a little bit, maybe kicked a little bit when they scored such an easy goal by a lack of defensive awareness from our corner. Um, I had no doubt at all that we'd go on and win it. Because when we like to chase, believe me, you, don't, you do not want to play us when we have to chase something. Yeah. Um, and I think the fans being back in, in the stadium was massively important, you know. You were watching it on telly and the fans were just, they were really egging them on, especially, you know, when when um, Bournemouth got the red card and Brentford got two goals, all of a sudden, you know, it, it was like the fans knew they was getting that bit of hope and everyone's hearts at that point was probably racing. Um, so I think the fans being there was really, um, really did have an impact. Um, Dan, mate, welcome to the uh, podcast. Nice of you to join us. Cheers, thank you. Um, obviously, we're just discussing the, the playoff semi-final. Obviously, Bournemouth won the first leg 1-0. Second leg, though, you know, different different story. Um, do you want to talk us through your thoughts of it? 3-1 Brentford win? Yeah, I mean, obviously, going into the second leg um, with a 1-0 with a one, one lead for Bournemouth, um, I was the same as as Dan. Dan was pretty um, confident, even going in with a one nil, one nil defeat. Um, yeah, and you can't you can't take it away from Brentford when when they've had to chase the game um, at any point of the season. They've always produced the goods. They've, they deserve to be where they are. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean. You know, Bournemouth. Bournemouth did deserve to be where they were, but you know they, they didn't have the determination, the guts, and the desire to to reach the final. Um, so for me, it's, it's well deserved. Brentford have you know played played well all season, so there's them. They they deserve it. They deserve it quite quite modern uh, Bournemouth, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and I think Brentford really did show the, the fight, whereas um, Bournemouth, they, they, I think, coming with Woodgate as well, um, I don't think Woodgate maybe had tactics to deal with Brentford's um, style of play on Saturday. But we'll come to you, Andy. Um, this this has to be one of Brentford's biggest game um, in history of Brentford. I, and I'm sure you'd agree. But how, how do the players and how do the team sort of cope and, you know, how did they go into the game? How did they calm the nerves down? Well, they know what to do. I mean, the disappointment last year, losing to Fulham in the final again, this year, it's just, I don't know, it just feels so much different. 
I think they're going to be up for it. They're going to be more hungry for it. After losing last season in the final, I think this time around, they've been there. They know what they've got to do. I think they've just got to go out all guns blazing and go for it. And I think, I don't know, not just because I'm a Brentford fan, I just really think they'll do it this season. I think come Saturday. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's meant to happen. I mean, we've been so unlucky over so many years in playoff finals, but this year, I think it's got to be our time. Lady Luck's got to shine on us sooner or later, and I think it'll be this year. Yeah, and I think I think Thomas Frank would have also learned from last season. You know, with him staying with you for for the seasons, it have it have probably learned a lot of off last season going into this one. And I think, um, you know. Recruitment at Brentford's been so good. You know, you've got Ollie Watkins has obviously been told, and you've replaced with a good striker and um, Ivan Tony. So, um, yeah, I think your squad probably collectively has probably learned a lot from last year going into this this year, don't you, Andy? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, certainly have. Yeah, I think. Well, I think Ivan's going to score the winner in my head. So, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, he gets it. But I think, yeah, like you say, I think. This time around, they'll do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dan, we'll come to you, Dan McGee. Um, what's different about this year going into this one? I'm gonna be more. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Out of the two years, if if you ask me which year did we deserve to go up more, was it last seasons or this seasons? I'd say it was last seasons. I think yeah. this season we're more experienced. We know what needs to be done. We know how to overcome uh, certain feelings and don't let our heads get down. I think it was a lack of experience what affected us last season. And I think that's the main difference this season, especially with a lot of the young players like uh, Brian and Buemo or Matthias Jensen. When, when their heads went down, you could really see it affecting their style of football. Um, you know, but I think this season we've got a lot more of it. We've got a lot more experienced players. We've got great leaders. Um, Ivan Tony, uh, Janel, Vitali Janel, uh, Pontus Jansen, Henrik Dalsgaard. But even without those players on the pitch, we have great leaders within the team. I think that's the main difference about this season and last. Um, I, I really do think. I, I do think it's our year this year because if anyone deserves to go up out of those top four, uh, out of those four teams, it's got to be us. Um, and I think a lot of people tip us for it. Like I said, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I see Pontus Jansen scoring his first goal for the Bees because in an interview about a month ago, he did say, I will score when it matters. When it matters the most and it's the right time, I will score. Whether that's just yeah. an excuse, I don't know, but I'm hoping it's for Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I think if any games, you know, an important one, it has to come on Saturday for him. Um, Danny May, obviously being a Borough fan, you've um, you you've been in the playoffs of um, and you know, nearly on on your way back to Promised Land, and you know you you know what it's like going into these games. How did Brentford cope with this one? You know, how did they go into it? How how do the Prepare for it. Um, well, for me, they, they just do the same old, same old. You know, Brentford. Brentford haven't feared anyone this season. They've been top side, um, and like I keep saying, that 
they are where they are because because of the the performances, the the um, consistency throughout the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, for for Dan's sake and Andy, I I hope they do it. Um, I really do. You know, I've been there. I've seen us get beat by Norwich, um, and it's it's not a nice feeling. So, and like I say, they've been close for so many past few seasons, um, and it's now to just get up there and, and give them a taste of what it's like. Yeah, um, and for me personally, you know, being a Derby fan, I think I've noticed more lows than highs going into the playoffs. You know. We lost in the final to QPR with that Samora moment. We lost to Villa. Um, and, you know, Derby and playoffs probably just aren't the best um, duo that you could possibly match up because we'd be better off just going up automatic than playoffs because, um, you know, we, we bottle it when it comes to these. Um, Andy? Um, yeah. For this game, um, you know, it this is really the the time for Tony to show um, what he's all about. You know, he scored thirty one goals, is it this season? And we've all seen what a class player he is. But if he's to really show what he is, this this has got to be his time to shine above all the rest, surely. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he's had a great season. He's a great player. Um, well, they all are at the moment, but um, I have never seen a Brentford player in a Brentford shirt take a penalty as calm and as relaxed as he does. I mean, I don't even know how he does it. He takes two steps. That's it. Wallet. It's in. The power he gets behind that ball when he when he lets his foot go. I mean, it's unreal. He don't even run up to the ball. But, you know, um, we get a pen on Saturday. <laughs> wow. Um, he ain't missed none yet. I don't know put the mockers on him, but. You know, I think he'll bury it. You know, opening he's burying it. But, you know, I like the guy. He's great. Great yeah. guy for Brentford. I mean, just hope he doesn't take a penalty. Just hope he doesn't take a penalty like uh, David De Gea did last night. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, and I think, you know, I don't think Brentford have ever been in, in the Premier League. They might have been in Division 1, maybe, but I don't know what, what no, the situation is. But... How much would it mean to go to the Premier League and promised land, Andy? Oh, well, I ain't sleeping much as it is. You know, if we got in the Premier League, I mean, Jesus, um, it's a dream come true. It's all our Christmases come at once. It really is. I mean, there's so many Brentford fans out there who I know, like, there's just, everyone's buzzing for it. They can't wait for Saturday to come. I mean, the sun's out as well. It's going to be nice down, in, down here. It's going to be a lovely weekend. A lot of us are all off work for a long weekend because it's Bank Holiday Monday, so... If we it made the perfect weekend. Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple of days to recover before we all go back to work on Tuesday. So it's, you uh, know, I'd love yeah, to do it this weekend. You know, it's, it's icing's on the cake. It's meant to be. It's got to be. You know, they have to do it this time around. Fingers yeah, crossed. And, and if Brentford were to get promoted this weekend, do, do you think that you'd be able to put a good fight um, in the Premier League or, you know, what... Do, do you think you need to spend a lot or? Well, I think they'll have to obviously buy about, get a three or four players in, but I'll take, as long as we end up our first season in the Premiership, above third from bottom, I'll take that all day long. I'll be happy with that for our first season, all day long. 
you know, just to survive in the Premiership. Because I've followed them for years. I mean, I'm going back to the old days of the fourth division, watching Brentford with the three and a half, four thousand crowds on a cold, wet Tuesday night, you know, just where we've come from there to even to be in the championship was a dream for me to come true. But just to go this other step, wow, you know, it'd just be a night, you know, it'd make everyone's, everyone's dream come true, I think, to get into the Prem. Yeah, and I think, obviously, with you following Brentford for so long, and you've you know you've been through highs and lows. You've you've seen a lot, and I think getting to the prem would just you know basically mean that you've completed pretty much everything. Then, yeah. <laughs> um, Dan McGee, what what would it mean to to get to the Premier League? And you know, if you were to get up, how, how do you think you'd do next season? Do you think it'd be a case of you coming straight back down or do you think, you know, you could shock a few? Like Andy was you know, was just saying there, I mean, I, I remember in League Two, um, Division Four, sorry, you know, the likes of three, three, four thousand um, and, you know, not, not having anybody there and, you know, I can totally agree. I, the dream was get to the championship and when we did, um it was like a day, a dream come true. And if if somebody said to me, "Give it a few more years, and you'll be, and you'll have the chance to get to the Premier League," I'd I'd, I'd snatch I'd snatch it out of hand straight away. Like, and I think this this means a lot more to me than what just football does. It means because my old man, he, my old man was he's been he was taking me for about twenty odd years, right? And we wouldn't miss a match. We'd go to every home game and to some away games. And he, he left for Australia a couple of years ago. And that's why last season meant so much to me, think, wanting us to go up, if that makes sense. Um, but, I, you know, if we go up this season, like I said, it means more than just football to me. You know, it's something, it's a dream that me and my old man have shared for a long, long time. We always said, like, look, this is going to happen. It's going to be great if we do. Um um, you know, going into it next season, if we do get to the Premier League, we've shown our our worth against Premier League teams like Newcastle, West Brom, Fulham. I know they both were relegated, but even Spurs, we didn't roll over and let them, you know, we put up a good match. We really did. And I do think that if we really, if we keep our players, uh, replace a couple and add some, add some brilliant talent in there, like I know we always do, I'm not being funny. I don't see, I don't see why not we can't finish the top half of the table. Yeah, and I think you, you know, you've proved your um, with your recruitment team what you can do. You know, replacing Ollie Watkins with um, Tony just shows one of many things you can do. And your your recruitment is top class. You know, getting thirty three million for um, Watkins and then only going for a cheaper option. Um, you've you've shown what you can do, and I think. In the future, that will pay off in a good way for you. Um, Dan May, we'll come to you next. If if Brentford were to go up this Saturday, how do you think they would get on next season in, in the Premier League? Do you think there'd be a walk in the park or do you think they could shock for you? Oh, I, don't, I don't think it'd be a walk in the park. Um, but I think, I think the squad they've got at the minute um, would probably see them just survive in my opinion um but you know just adding the extra bit of quality 
you know, a bit of probably a bit of experience in there as well. Um, wouldn't go amiss for them, you know, a bit, a bit of Premier League experience. Um, and and if they can sign a few decent players, you know, there's no reason why they can't finish, you know, in, in 13th, 12th, 13th, 14th, you know, and, and that would be a good first season for them, you know, to finish in that sort of region. But yeah, I mean, I'm quite excited to for Brentford and the Brentford fans to see how they're going to get on as well. You know, to, football's a strange game. Things can happen. Um, and like Dan said, I don't think that... He thinks there's no reason why they can't get in the top 10 if they make a few good signings. But, you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, definitely. And I think next season will be a lot more different with the fans being back, you know. I think a lot of teams have massively missed the 12th man and I think that will show when fans return um, come August time. But finally, let's go around each person and just ask for a quick preview on Saturday and score prediction. So, Andy, we'll come to you first, mate. But what do you think going into Saturday and what do you think score prediction will be? Well, I think they'll be up for it. I'm going Brentford 3-1. I had 3-1 against Bournemouth at home. 20 quid on it. Come in, but I cashed out with 10 minutes to go, so I bottled it because I thought it was going to get a fourth. So, um, I'm going... 3-1 Brentford. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dan Gay, preview and a score prediction. I think we're going to win 1-0. It's going to be a very close game. It, it, it always is against Swansea. Either it's, it depends what Swansea team turn up. If if they don't turn up ready to play, we'll walk all over them. Then, yeah, I can quite, I can quite easily see a 3-1, 4-1 result. But I, I assume Swansea will turn up to play. I can see it being a 1-0 uh, win, whether it be a Tony penalty, a Sergi Canos screamer from outside of the box, or Pontus Jansen with his first goal, it's going to be one of those scenarios. Or David Raya scoring a volley from the halfway line. It's going to be one of them. <laughs> yeah, That'd definitely. Nice. Um, now, I've said my score prediction for this game. I don't know why I've said it, but every time I've been asked, I've gone with the same score prediction, so I'm going to stick with it. Um, because if it does pay off, then, you know, I'll be happy. Um, I've said a two-all draw in normal time and I think Brentford will win um, 3-2 after extra time. Dan May, your score prediction and a bit of a preview. Um, I think, I don't think Brentford will, will walk it, to be honest. I think it'll be a 2-0 win. Um, there's not, uh, the consistency of Swansea um and, you know, they, they haven't got the determination, the guts, the desire to win games as much as Brentford have. So, yeah, I'm going for a 2-0, possibly a 2-1. Um, but I think Brentford will just outplay them most of the game. Yeah, um, definitely. Has anyone else got anything they'd like to add to the podcast? Because we have pretty much wrapped it up. So if anyone's got anything else they'd like to add. Um, nothing from me. Right, so um, personally, I'd like to wish Dan and Andy all the best in Saturday's final. Yeah, all the best, I really boys. Do, I really do Thanks hope you get me. your time and your your time to the Premier League. And yeah, thank you to you all for coming on. Um, if you're listening, thanks for listening. Make sure you do leave a like. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're on YouTube. 
Um, join our groups, all leagues, absolute football banner group, championship, absolute football banner group, and like the page, absolute football banner group. You know, they're all good groups. You can come and have a laugh and a discussion. Subscribe to Dan McGee's YouTube channel. Um, Dan McGee, he's, he does music, but he could possibly be doing a vlog for the final on Saturday. So if you want to see that, go and subscribe to his channel. Um, my channel's Tyler Taft. If you all want to subscribe to that, I'm a Derby fan. Um, and yeah, thanks for coming on, boys. Nah, appreciate thanks it. Thanks very much. Take care, lads. Cheers, lads. Bye now.